from 99.9 The Fan. This is The Drive with Tim Donnelly. Sponsored by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. Are the Carolina Panthers overcorrecting from one of their biggest mistakes last season? It's a question we have to ask because, well, last year they overcorrected from one of their biggest mistakes the previous year, uh, which could be like a well-intentioned flaw in David Tepper, right? A well-intentioned flaw is I, he so desperately wants to fix the problem that, that he overfixes it, right? Possibility. I'll tell you, like, uh, I'm doing some work in my garage. I put down that um, the, the flooring that you see in a lot of garages where it's, like, gray with, with specks. You put the little flakes on there. And I can tell you right now, there's a temptation, like they say, to put on a certain, you know, coating level and don't overdo it there is the temptation to be like no i want my floor to be awesome i'm just going to put down all of it and it's going to be thick and it's going to be better but it's like no that's that's not what you have to do you just have to put the right amount here's what i here's what i mean uh two years ago we've talked about it the big problem as seen by the panthers and as told by their actions was a lack of nfl experience the matt rule coaching staff was very college, right? Even something like when they brought on Joe Brady. He was from LSU. He was college. Matt Rule, they brought him from Baylor. He was college. There was a lot of college on the, the brain trust that was making decisions. So when that failed, the overcorrection was the Frank Reich staff, right? Instead of just getting guys that were around the NFL and guys that had played in the NFL or played and or coached in the NFL, they went and got – the, the oldest, most veteran, most NFL experienced staff you could imagine, right? They went from like college, college, college to like 240 years combined of NFL coaching experience on the sideline for the Carolina Panthers. Uh, and it didn't work. That's an overcorrection. So then that staff, right? The problem that they overlooked in, in instead of prior or instead they prioritized the NFL experience was alignment right? It was alignment. The GM and the coach didn't align. The coach and the coordinators didn't align. The coordinators and the uh, position coaches didn't align. And do you know how I know that the coach and the coordinators didn't align? When the coach got fired, things changed, right? If if the coordinators and the head coach believed that everything was was on, like they were both a part of building it, then when the coach fires, nothing changes because they go, well, we, we were on board. We thought this was going right. And do you know how I know that the coordinators and the position coaches weren't on the same page? Because when the head coach got fired, a bunch of the position coaches did too. Mm-hmm. Thomas Brown didn't keep around Josh McCown. He didn't keep around Deuce Staley. Those guys, <laughs> see ya. Yeah, was, I think Tabor actually was the one that made those decisions. Well, I'm sure he asked the offensive coaching staff, yeah. hey, do you love this guy or not? So the overcorrection is – or actually, I don't want to say overcorrection. The correction that we've seen from the Panthers is everyone brought in this year, emphasis on alignment. They're mm-hmm. buddies. They work together. They're, they're, they're in alignment, alignment, alignment. And we heard the reports and stories of assistant coaches going behind – Frank Reich's back and all that kind of stuff. Another symptom of not being in alignment. And I think, again, part of that was Tepper's, I will say, encouragement (laughs) of making sure that Reich brought in 
all this experience from all this different you know, different places and things like that. And, and told obviously him to keep certain we got what we got. Keep camping at O line coach. Mm-hmm. Keep uh, Tabor at, at even if they're not your guys, they have experience and they're my guys, so you're going to keep them. Yeah. And and it ended up not being great. It ended up not being great. So this year, it's about alignment. You saw the introductory press conferences for Dave Canales and Dan Morgan. It's about alignment. It's about alignment. They used a bunch of different synonyms for alignment, moving in the same direction, uh, community, family, bonded, cohesion, right? All of that was used. Well, Carolina named more assistant coaches. Uh, We already talked about Will Harriger, quarterback's coach, uh, spent time in Seattle with Dave Canales. Uh, Nathan Carroll, Pete Carroll's son, he's now the pass game coordinator, coached alongside Dave Canales in Seattle. Pat McPherson brought in as the tight ends coach. Coached alongside Dave Canales in Seattle. Kali'i Kekuawa, assistant offensive line coach. Coached alongside Dave Canales in Seattle. There's a lot of, of Seattle now on this coaching staff, and there's a little Tampa Bay, which, which he, Canales also brought with him. Now, there is a, a bit of a perfect storm that added up to this, right? Because with Pete Carroll no longer being the head coach in Seattle, then bringing in a new staff, you know, essentially everyone on the Seattle coaching staff was looking for a new job, so they were all available. If Pete Carroll was still coaching there, I doubt there would have been this exodus from Seattle to Carolina, but context be darned, it happened. Is it an overcorrection? just like they did last year with NFL experience? Are they ignoring other things that should be prioritized in exchange of just alignment, alignment, alignment? I want guys that Dave Canales trusts, trusts, trusts. I don't think so. It's an okay correction to me. Alignment, alignment, alignment. There are much worse things to make your number one priority than trust within your building. Now, obviously, if you have a chance to bring in, like, you know, the world's smartest coach and you're like, yeah, but I haven't coached with them before, then you overlook that priority and you go with something else. But there are much worse things to over-prioritize than familiarity, trust, and loyalty. I guarantee this group will stick together through adversity. And do you realize how valuable that guarantee is? There won't be any loose lips sinking ships on or sinking their ship in in Charlotte, which, I mean, that's lovely, right? I want these guys so loyal to Canales that when Dave Tepper calls them in and says, "So give me the give me the skinny," what's the hot goss? They look at him and go, "Oh, you know, we like I like to keep that between me and Coach. I understand you're the owner, but yeah, you respect that, right?" Like, that's what you want from Carolina. You want them to be loyal to Canales and Dan Morgan, which, by the way, guess where Dan Morgan spent a lot of time before he came to Carolina? Seattle. So I don't care. Like, this to me, bringing in coaches, especially after spending a year in Tampa, it's different than, say, what we've seen from Ron Rivera, right? Because Ron Rivera, when he went to Washington, suddenly – Right, Kyle Allen was in Washington, and this receiver was in Washington, and that offensive lineman was in Washington. They all played in Carolina previously, and this special teamer. 
I get worried when you start bringing in players who are end of the bench guys just because they like know your system. I don't get worried when you're bringing in coaches, especially if you spent a year elsewhere. Because Dave Canales, you know, he saw what other coaches have to offer. He heard fresh opinions in Tampa, right? He was somewhere else. And he, then he said, no, I still like these guys. That's loyalty. That's trust. That's honesty. And that's important. Next year, there might be something else to correct. Don't get me wrong. But I hope they never lose sight of having an offensive coaching staff and having a coaching staff in general that is on the same page. One of the only reasons I was worried about Evero coming back as defensive coordinator. One of the only reasons. Because, you know, he he wasn't somebody that um, had any reason to be loyal to Canales unless they made it very obvious that it was Canales' decision to keep him around. I'm not, I'm not saying Evero is a bad defensive coordinator. I'm saying I want their buzzword to be true. Alignment, alignment, alignment. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. How about those hurricanes? How about Spencer Martin? How about Slavin? How about Kochekov? How about Jarvis? How about Svetch? How about we just spend the first segment of the show saying how about and naming Canes? How about those hurricanes? How about them? The Canes reacted exactly how I wanted them to react this weekend. They played exactly how I wanted them to play this weekend. If you tuned in saying, hey, they're going to talk Canes, Tim's going to be really tough on them, he's going to be be picking every single thing that they did incorrectly apart, you've come to the wrong place. Today is an optimistic Monday. I'm in a good mood. The Canes put me in a good mood. After falling behind, actually, first of all, first of all, first of all, let's start with, with the Arizona game. Hard fought early. The better team simply plowed forward, refusing to stop their progress, smoked them. Exactly what you want to see. Kochekov and goal, really, really good. Then the Vegas game. And, and if you compare Vegas and Arizona, Vegas is going to have a little bit more intimidation. They're going to be a little bit uh, held in a higher standard. Falling behind 1-0 at the end of the first period in Vegas, the Canes then controlled the game moving forward, ended up winning 3-1. Goals from Svetch, goals from Jarvis, or goal from Svetch, goal from Jarvis. Always good to see. Always good to see. The control is really the best part of it. Both of those games, you didn't come 
shot out of a cannon to start the game. You you didn't roll and just build off your momentum. It started a little shake. Now it's shaky is not the right word, but a little um of a battle early in both games. And then they just refused to allow that to be the tempo of their their game. And in the second and third period, both times they they controlled it. After the loss to Dallas, which took place last week, I wanted to see them re-engage and play really good hockey immediately. I didn't want it to be, well, okay, we lost the hard-fought game. By the end of the week, we should be playing well. No, it's you lose to Dallas the next game, play well. And and don't lose that. That's exactly what they did. So let's take a, a like kind of an accounting of our, our mythical playoff series. If If you haven't been listening to the show, one of the things I've been saying about the Canes is there's nothing they can prove in the regular season. We've seen it. They've done it. They've accomplished essentially everything you can in the regular season. If their season is a success or not, will be judged in the postseason. That's the gift and the curse of raising the bar, right? Your bar is now so high based on how you've played the last three or four years that the postseason is the barometer. So what we did was, starting back with the New Jersey game four games ago, we said, let's start a seven-game series, right? Let's look at everything how we would look at them in the postseason, you know, just to get a vibe. Win game one, lost game two, hard-fought game to Dallas. And that's when I said, in a playoff series, you can't let that game get you, right? You can't let that game get you down on yourself. You can't let that game stall the games moving forward. They didn't which is what I've been talking about. They showed up to play against Arizona. They they powered through against Vegas. They're up 3-1. That's what you want to see. By the way, both games are all three games, starting with Dallas on the road. That's what you want to see. And, yeah, Arizona might not be the best, as I said, although Dennis did point out that they, they have some things they can do. Mm-hmm. Uh, similar to what we're going to see tonight from Chicago, definitely not the best, but – They've got they've got a slingshot that you know they could use to slay Goliath by the name of Connor Bedard. Yeah, they, that's, a, that's a decent one. Like they they had some things, but also that's kind of what you get in a playoff series, right? One game you get the other team at their best. One game you get the other team uh, struggling. One one game they they might have an injury. So going from Dallas to Arizona to Vegas, from playoff team to non playoff team to playoff team and defending cup champion, that could be the variety you get from one team in in, in a playoff series. And they handled it well. I give credit to Rod. I give credit to the the leaders on that team, the Stalls, the Ajos, the, the Slavens. And I give credit to the goalies. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. 
Let's talk goalies real quick here, Dennis. Yeah. I, 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 where do we start? Freddie skated with the starters today at morning skate. Yeah, he was in what they call the starter's crease. So, generally, the starter's crease in, in a, on a morning skate is whoever's going to start in net that night is going to get more of a, a bulk of the shots, you know, from like from like from the, the unit that's actually going to be playing tonight. Uh, so, that's generally how that works. And the backup goalie is going to get some other looks and things mm. like that during the morning skate. And usually, they stay on for a little extra work. Now, Freddie is not expected to be activated for tonight, and, and we still don't have any kind of timeline on when he will. But but when you're in the starters crease, it's starting to feel more likely sooner rather than later, right? It just it's it's a step in the right direction. More it's it's more work for him on ice than with the seen. team as a full. And it's and it's more of a fastball look, right? You're getting guys that are really really good at pl- you know placing the puck where they want to, firing at you. Uh, and then we we heard and again uh, most of this reporting done by Walt Ruff, team reporter, but but others have passed it along as well. Um, it was a rest morning for Kochekov, but then the real kicker is Spencer Martin's expected to start tonight. So, first of all, Kochekov was great against Arizona, okay? This Spencer Martin getting another start tonight, back-to-back games, after spending 23 days between his previous two starts, his only two starts, uh, I don't think it says anything about Kochekov. Aside from maybe they want him to get a little bit more rest and they're, they're open to it, but Kochekov played well against Arizona. So, so, not a detriment on on Kochekov. Also, Kochekov, according to Rob Brindamore, is under the weather. Oh, there you go. So maybe it does say a little bit about Kochekov. I, I hadn't heard that. Uh, maybe it's a little. He's got the sniffles. Stay at home. Well, remember Brett Pesci was sick and missed a couple games as well. I wonder if something and might locker be going rooms around. things get yeah they they oh, get yeah. passed around. Uh, Spencer Martin though is. He's earned the right for Kochekov to have the sniffles. Yeah. Right? If if Spencer Martin went out there against Vegas and and lost track of the puck and then, you know, did some things that we've seen some guys that that have his level of experience do, they would have said, Kochekov, you're not feeling well. Here's some chicken noodle soup. You're starting to <laughs> you're starting tonight. Here's some Dayquil, Mucinex. <laughs> Lock Z-Pack. in, buddy. Lock in. Uh th- I mean, this isn't is Spencer Martin really good? Spencer Martin has played two games. He's got like a 95 save percentage. He's he's they weren't bad teams, by the way. They were what Boston and Vegas, mm-hmm. uh, both, both on, on the, the road, road. <laughs> and and two wins. He's 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 starting tonight again for the second straight night, and it doesn't feel like it's a ridiculous predicament that they put in. If you would have told me three weeks ago that Spencer Martin was going to start back to back games, I would have gone. What other horrendous things have happened? Yeah. It's happening now, and it's, it, it doesn't feel that way. It doesn't feel like they're in a huge predicament that they're going to have to scratch and claw their way out of. Here's Rod Brindamore on Spencer Martin doing what's needed between the pipes. Well, he's certainly calm, and, I mean, he's listen, he's done the job. It's plain and simple. He was the, the reason we won tonight. So, um, you know, good on him, and it's been great to help us out, and um, been a great addition. Good on him. Now, it, like, it's not quite like we you see from some other sports where it's like, oh, they don't have film on him because, you know, I don't know if they're, you know, hey, this backhand, I'm going to go low because of the scouting report. A lot of th- this deflection, I'm going to make sure hits the, the upper half of the goal because the scouting report says the goalie doesn't have, uh, you know, quick hands. It's It's a lot of, you know, the shots are what the shots are. You try to get the best quality you can, and then and then the goalie is is tasked with stopping it. It's not like that. 
but it is only two games. Right? You don't want to get too excited, but it's still pretty darn fun. It's still a really wholesome story. And maybe this, maybe this, auditioning to potentially sell. I don't know. I mean, could could if the Canes bring in a goalie, they go from like scratching and clawing to have somebody healthy in goal to like, yeah, we could trade a couple of them. Like it's it gets it becomes a really weird situation, which is uh, everything they have to weigh in the the front office. Or you get to a point where if you depend on who you trust, does Ronta get traded? And you keep Martin as your third guy in case of emergency. Who knows? I don't know. We're spitballing a little bit here, but like Rod said. He stepped up and he's done the job. It's like a backup quarterback coming in. Hey, we just need you to go manage the game. Don't make mistakes and get us through it. That's exactly what he's done. And then he went, you know, 14 of 20 for 180 yards. No no turnovers. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Uh, Two touchdowns. We won't say they were both on screens. Like, like it's, it's just do the job and he's done it. And it's really fun to watch. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.